Welcome to San Diego News Fix, The Backstory, where we tackle important questions about journalism ethics and give you a behind the scenes look at our industry. I'm Luis Cruz. The San Diego Union Tribune has been publishing on paper for more than 153 years and digitally since 1995. But for just the second time in our history, the Union Tribune will be an entirely digital product on Labor Day. Joining us today to explain why our Monday, September 5th edition will be digital only is Anthony Basilio, Director of Subscriber Analytics and Revenue, Managing Editor Laura Sacalo, and we begin with Editor and Publisher Jeff Light. Jeff? Okay, thank you, Luis. Uh, yeah, I want to talk today about this print holiday uh, program. We had one in July, the first time ever, and uh, and we have another one coming up this weekend. And I wanted to review a little of what we've learned in this process and again, go over the whole rationale. What are we thinking by doing this? Um, but I want to start by talking about one thing I learned because on this podcast in July, I gave the, uh, uh, I think, pretty apt example of Netflix and how uh, the, the, the goal of Netflix management was not to hold on to their, we mail you a DVD business, but rather to grow the company into a digital business through streaming. And in fact, uh, you know, it's a great success story in, uh, in digital media. Uh, we were just looking at some numbers, uh, before we began the podcast and I think their, uh, their DVD business was at like uh, 14 million customers in 2011. And now when there was no streaming business and now their streaming business is north of 75 million customers. Um, so that's a little bit the same story with, uh, with, with newspapers uh, trying to transition from the analog age, the age of print um, to the digital age, which we are living in now. So that's what this is all about. Um, so I use that example, but I learned something from one of our readers, as I often do, who uh, wrote into me and said, Jeff, you are wrong because I know that you can still get a DVD mailed to you by Netflix because I, uh, your reader, am one of those customers and it exists even to this day. Um, so looking at what, what happened there, the Netflix uh, DVD business now is down Oh, below 2 million people uh, in total, you know, from a, a height of uh, looks like 14 versus this digital business, which is, you know, close to 20 times larger. But it did give me uh, a little uh, thought that like Netflix in the future, we may be continuing delivery of, of a print product in some way, uh, uh, perhaps by U.S. mail uh, perhaps it would be more expensive, but in talking to, uh, you know, really loyal to print customers uh, and looking at that Netflix example, I thought, yeah, I've probably been speaking about this a little uh, with too broad a brush. I'm not sure we know 100% that in the future someday there would be zero print delivery, but certainly it would look very different. So we can we can come back to that in a second because that's uh, probably a provocative things to, to lay out there. Um, but let's talk about what happened on July 4th and uh, what we learned there. Again, the, the object here is to acclimate our 
print readers to our digital products. And to do that while the print business is still strong uh, and uh, a seven-day business. So we're not on the precipice of discontinuing print, nothing like that. We're years away from changes in our delivery schedule. But we can see into the future that seven-day delivery as we know it will not continue indefinitely. And in uh, uh, a matter of years from now, you will see changes throughout the industry and including in San Diego in how uh, newspapers deliver news. Um, uh, and just to clarify, I don't see a problem uh, with the Sunday paper in any way. Uh, that's a very uh, strong product that uh, as far as we can model does have a, a sort of an indefinite life. But the weekday, um, the weekday seven day newspaper delivery that's a business that's going to change sometime in the future. So this is all an effort to begin to acclimate our customers to uh, the digital versions of our products. So with that, Anthony Basilio, what, uh, tell me a little bit about what happened on July 4th. What did, what did we learn from customers? Of course. Thanks, Jeff. Um, you know, we, we track the usage of our e-newspaper on a regular basis. And so when we did, you know, not have print distribution on July 4th, we, I'm happy to say that we did see an increase in that usage of the e-newspaper. The volume was up 50% over typical, you know, daily usage at you know uh, at that time. We also saw increased usage of our website. You know, it's important to note that we provided all this access at no cost, right? Because it was our first time, so users could experience and, as you say, get acclimated to all the digital products that we have to offer. Um, and users were actually on the website and on the e-newspaper for a good amount of time. You know, they didn't just come in, log in, see it and leave. So we did see some good usage there. Yeah, I looked at those numbers. And uh, so the, the daily e-newspaper e use went from like 20,000 people to 30,000 people. That's on the replica edition. So an additional 10,000 people came in and they did... I think 70% of them viewed 30 pages or more. So I, yes, I took that as a good sign. That meant print customers who previously had not been using that digital product used it. And many of them sent observations about it and they used it thoroughly. So uh, I think that's, uh, that's good news. I'd let, I just wanted to put those numbers in context. Um, the, uh, you know, the daily uses of our website typically would be, in the neighborhood of 150,000 people, uh, monthly three and a half million uh, uniques per month. So those e-newspaper numbers are a little a small portion of our uh, our audience, but I think it's a really important portion. Um, and just to give the sort of the rest of that picture, uh, total digital subscribers, non-print subscribers, right now is around 50,000. Tell, tell me like a little bit, Anthony, of what we heard from customers in terms of like complaints, maybe complaint volume, but also like what did people have to say? Yeah, we had a little bit higher complaint volume that day. You know, we have a lot of loyal print readers and, you know, we heard from them, right? You know, they quite a few were were not particularly happy that they were not getting their print edition and that's what they wanted to have. Um 
you know, but there were a few, um, I would say a good number of customers, maybe not, maybe more than a few that uh, took a, a very positive uh, uh, light on, on it, right? We, we did not do distribution that day. So we were able to pay our carriers, our, our hardworking carriers that work seven days a week and provide them a paid holiday. Um, and I think some customers appreciated that we would do that. Uh, there were customers that called in and activated their digital account for the first time and our customer service team helped through all of that uh, so you know there was a, a mixed reaction i would say out in the marketplace but you know there was some get very good positive momentum on getting people to access our digital offering and uh, use it for the first time and and learn a little bit about you know how we put together our digital pages and and see what's on the e-newspaper you know there's extra content there that you don't see in the printed version so um, i think customers were happy to see that as well yeah some of the feedback i got uh uh some of it was about how the e-edition works uh, observations about how it could be improved, issues about the crossword puzzle, all things that showed people were engaged in using that product, which I thought was good news. Um, I, I also got feedback uh, that sort of framed the question as to why uh, are we making this choice to plan a digital future when I, the customer, uh, don't want that. Right. And, um, you, you know, to me that, well, the answer to that is the, it, the trend in the industry and in the market, the market forces at work are dictating the changes in our lives and in our businesses. Right. So this isn't, uh, a, um, a, uh, a decision by the Union Tribune management, hey, we have a novel idea, let's uh, change our business to a digital business. This is our stewardship of an important institution in our community through these changing times. So together, our customers, our audience, our employees, all of us are together affected by these same forces and moving together into the future, right? So this effort to compel our audience to learn the digital products is really an effort to acclimate people to what the future will hold. So I guess I see it a little differently than um, uh, uh, some people who were upset by these, uh, these moves. And you know, our intention is to sprinkle these days in to continue to acclimate people to um, the really terrific opportunities around digital products and to help them, you know, become accustomed to that. I, what I don't want is someday in the future, as so many newspaper uh, uh, companies have done, to abruptly change everything on our loyal customers who have spent decades with our products. I really don't think that's the right thing to do. So um, so that's what this is about. Um, okay, Laura Sakala, tell me what, uh, what will our readers find in Monday's e-edition? Well, on Monday, we will have a special Labor Day package uh, from our business team, an employment and wage package. We'll have extra pages in the business section. Uh, we'll have extra pages in the A section. And as is typical on Mondays, we'll have extra sports pages in the e-newspaper. 
and also the LA Times calendar section, which we offer the, the six days a week that, that that's published, that's available to our readers as part of their e-newspaper. So all of that will be in uh, Monday's paper. And I guess I, I want to revisit the question that you were just answering about why and um, some of the feedback from readers who feel as though this is being foisted upon them, uh, much much to their anger or um, you know displeasure. And as you mentioned, different newspapers have handled this differently. And so I'm just curious your response to people who say, well, why this is a choice that you're making. Clearly, you're able to deliver me a paper. You deliver a paper every other day. Why, while you still have the capability, do I need to make this switch when I'm not ready and it's not a, a requirement right now? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's a good question. I mean, it is absolutely something that we are choosing to do uh, without like, like we're not facing any kind of uh, uh, economic crisis like these other uh, these other companies that have abruptly abandoned their print. Um, but I see it as uh, a big chapter in the history of this company when that day will come like maybe the biggest chapter. And uh, I feel obligated to prepare the company. And by the company, I mean, you know, all the components, the, our, the, our vendors, our customers, our staff, everybody for that change. And um, it just doesn't seem to me like a good idea to go blindly into such a momentous, uh, a, a momentous shift. And I feel like, you know, thinking about that kind of uh, change is one thing, but having that experience, what is it really like to have no print? How does that production work? How does the uh, digital platform really behave? How do customers really use it? How do we use it as a publisher? How is it different from our digital website? All of those questions become much more real when we're actually doing it. So I feel pretty determined to spend time uh, uh, gaining knowledge and experience through the discomfort of making some, uh, some of our customers a little bit unhappy. Um, so changing the habits of the company and changing the habits of our, of our readers. So that, that's what we're trying to achieve here. And, um, you know, the, these, uh, the digital future is not going to go away if we ignore it, right? Quite the contrary. If we ignore it, then we would be going away. Uh, I do not want that to happen uh, uh, in San Diego. And uh, I feel confident that that will not happen in San Diego because we've been lucky to have good ownership and good management and terrific journalists that have put our company in a a uniquely strong position. Few peers are in the kind of position that we are in America, and uh, we need to handle that responsibly going into the future. So that's what this is all about. Uh, coming to you again on Labor Day, and uh, we'll see if we can continue to learn and grow with our together with our readers. Okay, uh, thanks for that question, by the way. Uh, Luis, back to you. 
All right. Thank you very much, Jeff, Laura, and Anthony. We should mention that, that the Union Tribune will be available on paper again on Tuesday, September 6th and for the rest of the year. If you have questions about the online edition on Labor Day, you can email us at customer.service at sduniontribune.com or call 619-299-4141. That does it for this special edition of San Diego News Fix. Don't forget to listen to San Diego News Fix with Christy Totten for an in-depth look at local stories making headlines throughout the week. You can find San Diego News Fix wherever you get your podcasts. For everyone at the San Diego Union Tribune, thank you very much for listening and for supporting local journalism. Have a great day, everybody.